so we're now finally on to the Return of the King, Lord of the Rings Part 3. Um, and I think I skipped the synopsis when I went from one book to the other last time, but this might be a good just summary. Um, and also just to thank, um, thank you for listening. Um, so I'm mainly doing this for one person in New Zealand, um, but I know there's a few of you from other places that are following along as well. Um, I know that my quality of pronunciation of Elvish and so forth is uh, lacking um, and that sometimes I still get quite tongue-tied by Tolkien's long paragraphs but um, I'm enjoying this journey and it's kind of fun to see that other people are following along as well. I hope you're keeping well. Um, I'm hoping that whatever's going on in your part of the world for um, COVID and weather and food prices and all sorts of stuff that can be really stressful um, just hoping that it's going okay and that you and your people that you love are safe and well so uh, synopsis this is the third part of the Lord of the Rings the first part the Fellowship of the Ring told how Gandalf the Grey discovered the, the ring possessed by Frodo of the Hobbit was in fact the one ring ruler of all the rings of power recounted the flight of Frodo and his companions from the quiet shy of their home, pursued by the terror of the Black Riders of Mordor, until at last, with the aid of Aragorn the Ranger of Eriador, they came through desperate perils to the house of Elrond in Rivendell. There was held the Great Council of Elrond, at which it was decided to attempt the destruction of the Ring, and Frodo was appointed the Ring-bearer. The companions of the Ring were then chosen, who were to aid him in his quest, to come if he could, could to the Mount of Fire in Mordor, in the land of the enemy himself, where alone the ring could be unmade. In this fellowship were Aragorn and Boromir, son of the Lord of Gondor, representing men, Legolas, the son of the elven king of Mirkwood for the elves, Gimli, son of Gloin for the Lonely Mountain, for the dwarves, Frodo with his servant Samwise and his two young kinsmen Meriadoc and Peregrine for the hobbits, and Gandalf the Grey. The companions journeyed in secret far from Rivendell in the north, until baffled in their attempt to cross the high pass of Caladris in winter, they were led by Gandalf through the hidden gate and entered the vast mines of Moria, seeking a way beneath the mountains. There Gandalf, in battle with the dreadful spirit of the underworld, fell into a dark abyss. But Aragorn, now revealed as the hidden heir of the ancient kings of the west, led the company on from the east gate of Moria, through the elvish land of Lorien, and down the great river Anduin until they came to the falls of Rawas. Already they had been aware that the journey was being watched by spies, and that the creature Gollum, who once had possessed the ring and still lusted for it, was following the trail. It now became necessary for them to decide whether they should turn east to Mordor, or go on with Boromir to the aid of the Minas Tirith, the chief city of Gondor, in the coming war, or should divide. When it became clear that the ring-bearer was resolved to continue his hopeless journey into the land of the enemy, Boromir attempted to seize the ring by force. The first part ended the fall of Boromir to the lure of the ring, and the escape and disappearance of Frodo and his servant Samwise, and the scattering of the remainder of the fellowship by a sudden attack of orc soldiers, some in the service of the Dark Lord of Mordor, some of the traitor Saruman of Isengard. The quest of the ring-bearer seemed already overtaken by disaster. The second part, books three and four, The Two Towers, 
recounted the deeds of all the company after the, bre- the breaking of the Fellowship of the Ring. Book three told of the repentance and death of Boromir and of his funeral in a boat committed to the falls of Raros, of the capture of Mariadoc and Peregrine by orc soldiers who bore them towards Isengard of the eastern plains of Rohan, and of their pursuit by Aragorn, Legolas and Gwimli. The riders of Rohan then appeared. A troop of horsemen led by Eomad the Marshal surrounded the orcs on the borders of the forest of Fangorn and destroyed them. But the hobbits escaped into the wood and there met Treebeard the end, secret master of Fangorn. In his company, they witnessed the rousing of the wrath of the tree folk and their march on Isengard. In the meanwhile, Aragorn and his companions met Eomer returning from the battle. He provided them with horses and they rode on to the forest. There, while searching in vain for the hobbits, they met Gandalf again, returned from death, um, now the White Rider, yet still veiled in grey. With him they rode over Rohan to the halls of the King Feared and of the Mark, where Gandalf healed the ancient king and rescued him from the spells of Wormtongue, his evil counsellor, secret ally of Saruman. The road then with the king and his host against the force of Isengard and took part in the desperate victory of Hornburg. Gandalf then led them to Isengard and they found the great fortress laid in ruins by the tree folk and Saruman and Wormtongue besieged the indomitable mountain, uh, sorry, indomitable tower of Orthmark. In the parley before the door, Saruman refused to repent, and Gandalf disposed him and broke his staff, leaving him to the vigilance of the Ents. From a high window, Wormtongue hurled a stone at Gandalf, but missed him, and it was picked up by Peregrine. It proved to be one of the three surviving Palantiri, the seeing stones of Numenor. Later at night, Peregrine succumbed to the lure of the stone. He stole it and looked at it, and so was so revealed to Sauron. The book ended with the coming of the Nazgul over the plains of Rohan, a ring wraith mounted on a flying steed, presage of the imminent war. Gandalf delivered the Plalantir to Aragorn, and taking Peregrine, rode away to Minas Tirith. Finally, Book 4 turned to Frodo and Samwise, now lost in the bleak hills of Imma Mule. It told how they escaped from the hills and were overtaken by Schmeagol Gollum, and how Frodo tamed Gollum and almost overcame his malice, so that Gollum led them through the dark, dead marshes and ruined lands to Murinon, the Black Gate of the land of Mordor in the north. There it was impossible to enter, and Frodo accepted Gollum's advice to seek a secret entrance that he knew of, away south in the Mountains of Shadow, the western walls of Noldor. As they journeyed thither, they were taken by a scouting force of men of Gondor, led by Faramir, brother of Boromir. Faramir discovered the nature of their quest, but resisted the temptation to which Boromir had succumbed, and sent them forward to the last stage of their journey, to Sirith and Gul, the Spider's Path, though he warned them that it was a place of mortal peril, of which Gollum had told them less than he knew. Even as they reached the crossroads, and took the path of the ghastly city of Minas Morgul, a great darkness issued from Mordor, covering all the lands. Then Sauron sent forth his first army, led by the Black King of the Ringwraths, and the War of the Ring began. Gollum guided the hobbits to a secret way that avoided Minas Morgul, and in the darkness they came at last to Sirith Ungol. There, Gollum fell back into evil, and attempted to betray them in the monstrous guardian of the past, Shelob. He was frustrated by the heroism of Samwise, who beat off his attack, 
and wounded Sherlock. The second part ends with the choices of Samwise. Frodo, stung by Sherlock, lies dead, as it seems. The quest must end in disaster, or Samwise must abandon his master. At length, he takes the ring and attempts to carry on the hopeless quest. But just as he is about to cross the land of Mordor, orcs come up from Minas Morgul and down from the Tower of Sirithangul that guards the crown of the path. Hidden by the ring, Samwise learns from the bickering of the orcs that Frodo is not dead, but drugged. Too late, he pursues them, but the orcs carry off the body of Frodo down the tunnel leading to the rear gate of their tower. Samwise falls in a swoon before it, as it closes with a clang. This, the third and last part, will tell of the opposing strategies of Gandalf and Sauron until the final catastrophe and the end of the Great Darkness. So thus, we return first to the fortunes of the battle in the West.